listening to the sermon podcast from Real Life on the Palouse, reaching the world for Jesus, one person at a time. This is a perfect way to end this series. It's a perfect topic to end this series. We've talked about all the things in our Rooted series to help you build deep roots and the things that you should be doing. You should be... You should be praying. You should be reading your Bible. You should be, uh, you know, coming back to the path. You should be learning how to forgive. You should be, you should be, you should be, you should be doing all these things that, that help us give us deep roots. And you should also cease. You should also rest. You should also stop. I find it interesting, and this is the phrase I want us to think about today in regards to this sermon topic. Don't forget to remember. Don't forget to remember. You know the video we watched by our Bible Project guys that do such a great job talks about completeness and wholeness. which has been interesting this week because there's a lot of things that haven't felt very complete or very whole this week. But what is required for completeness in your life? What is required for wholeness in your life? Sabbath is one of those things. Sabbath means to stop, to cease, to rest. Jesus in Matthew eleven twenty eight, the verse that we just heard there says, Come all to me, or come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Here I am, Lord. I recognize it more this week than normal. I am weary. My heart is burdened. I, I'm not sleeping like I normally sleep. I'm restless a little bit. I'm angry. I needed to come to you this week, Lord. It says, come to me, all all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Do we remember who we are resting in? Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble at heart, and you will find Rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God wants you to rest. It's very un-American. There's so much to do. There's so many things going on. I might be missing out on something. To the next, 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 to the next. We are missing out on something. Rest. A great gift that has been given to us that many of us don't even open. Um, a while back, uh, Carrie uh, spoke at a coffee connection, and I was trying to find it, and it was like kind of a grainy video, but she did a great talk on Sabbath. And she talked about this as we get close to our Christmas season. She talked about this idea that there's this unopened gift. Have you ever? Like, can you imagine just having a gift that you just don't open? Or you just choose to not open? You're just like, oh, that's from the God. Yeah, cool. Just keep walking past it. And the gift that often is left unopened 
is this gift called Sabbath. Well, Josh, you don't understand. I'm a New Testament Christian. That's an Old Testament thing. And so I don't really have to abide by that. I know, just like all the other commandments that we don't really have to abide by because those are, oh, it's in one of the commandments. Oh, it's the longest commandment. Oh, it's the one where he says, you know, don't have other gods. Uh, I'm, I'm your only God. Don't have other gods before me. Don't make idols. Don't, don't misuse my name. Right? Don't do, don't kill, don't steal, don't destroy, don't covet, don't, don't do, don't, don't, don't. Remember, don't forget what God has asked us to remember. Exodus 20, verse 8. So he goes through all of this. No other gods, no idols, don't misuse my name. Honor your mother and father. Don't uh, don't kill. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Don't give false testimony against your neighbor. Don't covet what they have. But here's what I, something I want you to remember: this. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. By keeping this day set apart. This day should be different. Holy to be set apart. To look different. To function differently. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day as a Sabbath to the Lord your God. Trust me. Trust me that you don't have to work seven days a week like you used to all the time, more than seven days a week. That Your value isn't based on what you produce. Your value is based on how you trust in me. And do you trust me? On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son nor your daughter. Hey, kids are like, hey, sorry. I'd love to help you out, but it's Sabbath. I don't know if you've read this, Mom or Dad, but we're Sabbathing, right? Is this today our Sabbath? We can't be doing any work. Nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth, the sea and all that's in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. He set it apart. Don't forget what he said to remember. It's funny as you walk through the text and you look at all the different pieces of Sabbath. By the way, I love how the Lord brought this to me at the end of a very busy season and all those times. And I I remembered we did a a seven-week Sabbath sermon series for seven weeks at the beginning of 2021. We started started off our year in learning about rest. And it was a great series, so I'm not going to be able to cover everything we covered in seven weeks. If you ever want to go back to that, that's great. There's also some great resources. But in order for you to have deep roots, in order for you to produce good fruit, it needs to come from trust in God, which needs to come from a rested heart, soul, and mind. And so making it different, making it set apart, making it intentional is really important. And when I think about it and I see it in the text and you find different spots in the text, um, you'll find these headings and the headings are put in there by man. But like in Isaiah 56, it says salvation for others. It's like, okay, well, salvation for others. And then he, he, he talks about Sabbath and not desecrating the Sabbath. I'll read you a couple pieces of it here. This is what the Lord says, maintain justice and do what is right for my salvation is close at hand and my righteousness will soon be revealed. Blessed is the one who does this, that person who holds it fast, who keeps the Sabbath without desecrating it and keeps their hands from doing any evil, who sets apart this time, who sets apart time 
for silence and solitude to hear what God would have to, to say to you? Is it something that's in your life? Let no foreigner who is bound to the Lord say, the Lord will surely exclude me from his people. Let no eunuch complain, I'm only a dry tree, for this is what the Lord says. To the eunuchs who keep my Sabbaths, who choose what pleases me and hold fast to my covenant, to them I will give within my temple and its walls a memorial and a name better than sons or daughters. It will give them an everlasting name that will endure forever. You can do the math on eunuchs. And forever, or, and foreigners who bind themselves to the Lord to minister to him and love the name of the Lord and to be his servants and all who keep the Sabbath without desecrating it and all who hold fast to my covenant. These I will bring to my holy mountain and give them joy in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar for my house will be called a house, a prayer of all nations. And you'll see Sabbath just sprinkled throughout the text over and over and over again. And we quickly run by it like most of us can buy into all of the Ten Commandments, right? Like if we could hold on to those things, life would be pretty good. But you're like, the Sabbath is like, ah, that's, I don't know what that's for. Like, sure. Don't forget what God said to remember. Some recent struggles for me personally with Sabbath because there's so many things to do and and, and learning about Sabbath um, and trying to get back on track with Sabbath. And my wife has been really good at helping me do that. Yesterday, one time we got up and kind of got rolling, and it was about 9.45, and, and we looked at each other and we're like, because Sunday is not Sabbath for pastors, in case you're curious. Uh, got up and like, hey, let's go sit in the hot tub. Took a cup of coffee, took those four frozen steps to the hot tub, Jumped in the hot tub with my cute little shower cap on. I got this shower cap. I look really, really snazzy in it. So as my wife keeps your head warm, we have a little wind where we live. Kind of picks up the water, blows it on your face, freezes to your face. Um, so we're sitting out there and we just got to talk for like 45 minutes, rotate through the jets, talked about what God is doing. And like it was set apart. It was something different that we don't normally get to do every day at 945. And so definitely have struggles with Sabbath and in and out, and it's not a, a, a rhythm that I, uh, that I am good at yet, but I'm working at it. You know, Sabbath is a practice. You need to practice Sabbath. You know what that means? You don't do it perfectly. Maybe you don't do it at all. You're like, hey, that was a really cool sermon series. I should have listened to it. And I'm like, me too. <laughs> I should listen to it better. But how is it set apart? How is it different for you and your family? I was on a trip, I got a privilege of going to a, a trip to uh, Israel this last year with Brad Gray, and um, one of the things he really struggled with on his trip, because you're on the ground for 12 days, and you're getting like a, just a fire hose of information. It's like seven, you know, three amazing, I don't know, four amazing lessons every day on site, on location, and your mind's just like, <clears throat> and so about the seventh day, guess what? You are not thirsty anymore. You have drank from the fire hose of text like you've never drank from it before on location, on site. And so we get to the, the to our seventh, uh, seventh day, if I remember this correctly, and then you're like, you're getting the agenda for tomorrow, and you're just like, you're excited, but you're exhausted. 
Devotionals at at seven o'clock, breakfast is at six thirty, and gone, and then you're dragging back in at five, six, seven o'clock at night. It's not a vacation, it's a education. And so we get to this day, and you're looking at kind of the weather forecast, and tomorrow is gonna be a hundred and seven in the Galilee by the sea in the month of May. Not the greatest day to hike Mount Arbel or Carmel. And so you're like looking at this and like, oh boy. And so Brad gets to that point and he says, hey, you guys ready for tomorrow's agenda? Yeah, kind of. Nothing. Sleep in. Eat when you want to eat. Might be a good day to lay in the Sea of Galilee when it's 107. Well, wait a minute. I, didn't we just spend all this money on this trip and there's so many things to see and I'm going to only be here in Israel for so long. I'll never come back here again. And we're going to waste the day resting. We're going to actually Sabbath in the land that God gave to his people. Don't forget to remember. And he talks about his struggle wanting to do that, but it changes the dynamic of the trip. It changes the dynamic of the trip where you're ready for more. You're ready to consume more. Do you want to have, you know, 70% comprehension of, of 12 days or do you want to have 95% comprehension of, of 10 or 11? And so as you think about Sabbath, no matter where you go, no matter what you're doing, what is set apart for you? Now it's a practice. It's a day of freedom. It's not a religious task. It's something to practice. So it could look differently for you. One of our studies as we're going through this, some of the guys in our sermon clubs, I work with my brain most of the time. Big project. You can hear the gears. So I used to feel weird that I loved mowing my yard. Like I'd sit on my old riding lawnmower, or riding lawnmower in Montana, and I'd have a cold water sitting in the can thing there, and uh, I would mow my yard, and I'd just like, Woo-hoo! like this feels good to mow the yard, you know? Oh, okay, like I enjoy. I could Sabbath with my hands, and so when you think about the practice of Sabbath, it doesn't mean to just like just be frozen. Maybe for you, Sabbath is going to your garden and picking vegetables or taking care of this garden and you love it and it fills you up. You'll know if you rested by how you feel afterwards. Maybe for you, Sabbath, maybe you work with your hands all the time. You're uh, working at a sawmill or you're a landscaper. God bless you. Um, Maybe you work with your hands all the time. And sitting on a hammock with your book and reading a book just fills you up. So you have to figure out what Sabbath looks like for you and your family. Do your kids even know that it's special? And when you start investing in resting, the rest of your week looks different. You can tackle the trials and tribulations and things that come on much better from a rested heart and a, re- a position of rest than you can from a position of worry and work. And so when we talk about practicing your Sabbath, I don't know what it looks like for you. 
Maybe it is watching something on Netflix. I don't know. How do you feel afterwards? Maybe it's watching football all day long yesterday, and afterwards you're like, I'm rested. Maybe it's out being active, and maybe you enjoy going out and and hunting. And so being out, and your body's tired, but your mind is rested. But it's a practice, and learning what it looks like for you is important. Make it a day of the week that you look forward to. Maybe you don't check your, your, your to-do list and your work items. You don't carry, uh, you, maybe you don't watch the television. television. Maybe you forget your phone. I forgot my phone this week, uh, one of the days I worked this week for like five hours. It was like the best five hours I had. <laughs> like, sorry, I know you're trying to get a hold of me, but like, sorry. Maybe you just, you just, you chuck your phone away for the day. Maybe you don't watch the news that you normally watch. Maybe, how is it set apart? How is it different? Maybe it's, maybe today for you is like attending church is part of your Sabbath. It's not a rush and you got to get your hair done and everything perfect and you got to, it's like this, let me get this obligation out of the way of going and being with God's people and worshiping God. I can't wait till we get that done. Then I can rest. Maybe you frame it differently. Are you coming here expectantly, expecting to meet some brother or sister that you're either going to pray for or they're going to pray for you? Are you coming here with a heart that's ready to worship that needs to feel the love of God? Maybe you focus on spending quality time with your family and your friends. Maybe you let the dishes sit in the sink. Maybe you don't get all hyped up and worked up about the food prep time. You switch from your normal day to day. Maybe you invest in your your body and you rest. You take a bubble bath. The true Sabbath, the true rest, is trusting that Jesus got this. Is that coming to sit in the things that don't make sense to us? And that shouldn't make If that makes sense to you, that's sick. This should not make sense to you, what happened this week. And that's why we need a God to rest in, because there's been things that have happened from eternity that don't make sense in our minds. But do you trust him? Can you come to him and rest? And that's what this church is about. We want to introduce people to rest. We want to introduce people to peace, to things that are in chaos over here, and bring them back to wholeness and shalom. We do that in community, and we do that through understanding what God wants us to not to forget what he has asked you to remember. He wants you to work out of your rest. He wants you to have a day that's set apart that we remember who our God is and that we can rest in him. We're going to take this time to go to communion to rest with our Lord. If you don't have communion, 
uh, one of our ushers will be more than happy to uh, come alongside and, uh, and get that to you. But today is the day we rest, and we are resting in the arms of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, if you don't know who he is and you came into a building because things are weird and you're confused and you're like, what is this Christian stuff? What, do you, what about this Jesus guy? We will have people up here after service that could talk to you about that or maybe your neighbor could talk to you about that. You can ask them. I would imagine that today that maybe we pray more today. As we have people up here after service to pray with you, don't walk out of here if you need prayer. If you're not resting, don't walk out of here without resting in the arms of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. And that's what our communion time is. It is a time to come to the table and remember who do you trust, to remember who are you going to rest in. Who do you believe? Do you believe what the world is saying out there, or do you believe what God says? And what is he saying to you? about Sabbath. Don't forget the commandment that he specifically says. Remember. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was for he took the bread, and he, uh, when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he said, this is my body, and this is for you. Remember. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's remember our rest. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, and he said, this is the cup of uh, new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink of it. And do it in remembrance of me. Jesus, we remember to rest in you. Father, I thank you for this time. We come to you, Lord, brokenhearted, weary needing you, needing your wisdom, needing to figure out what it looks like to rest in you, to fall into your loving arms intentionally, to be cared for by you, to feel your presence, Lord. Lord, we ask that your rest come upon the entire community on the Palouse. Help us, Father. We say this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for checking out this message from Real Life. You can find out more about us by visiting liferotp.com and connecting with us on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, have a great week.